This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up? <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I was uh, trying to do a little stupid ass voice to say hello and really got in the back of my throat there. Um, what's up, everybody? It's Joey. How you doing? Uh, we got a really good show for you this week. We got a, a little sweetheart of a man, a very funny, talented man uh, named Tommy McNamara coming in here. Having We're having a silly goose old time. We talk a little bit about Christmas because you know what Tommy's got? Tommy's got an album coming out of Christmas songs. You could find the link for that on all of his social media, and I think it's great. Uh, the guy really brings good old holiday vibes to the season. Uh, but before we get into that, um, I just want to make sure to shout that out. Um, before we get into that, uh, how's everyone's uh, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, 2020 wrapped uh, lists going? I want people to sh- share with me their stuff because I, I keep listening to the same shit. Like, I got my 2020 rap back, and it's just a bunch of sh- I'm still listening to it. It's from like months ago, years. I in the past, I've gotten the 2020 wrapped and been like, "Oh, let's revisit this." I haven't heard this in a while, but I guess I really loved it back in the. No, this has been shit that I just listened to last week. I'm still listening to now, and then it's like, "Here's your 2020," and I looked at it and I was like, "Well, I can't argue with this," but I'm not listening to anything new or or revisiting anything I loved. I want to, you know, broaden my horizons. Ah. Uh, a little sip of coffee. Um, yeah, whenever I whenever I ask people online to share with me their music, uh, oh, two, two cool two things happen. One of them super cool. The other one's just disappointing. One people will be like, "Oh my god, have you heard this?" And it is stuff I've like already heard. And then it doesn't like I'm not getting new new music. I'm not getting new stuff to listen to. And the other times they go, "Have you heard this?" And then it's something that changes my fucking life. And I, I, I got to start making playlists for myself so I can keep track. Because every time I open up Spotify, I have to, like, look up what I want to listen to. Um, I have to change my life. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I don't want to hold you guys back. Uh, we got a really good episode for you. Uh, Tommy's a great guy. We have a fun talk. Uh, I'll see you guys at the outro, guys. You know, guys. Give me a quarter each time I say guys. (laughs) Uh, Enjoy the episode, guys. I love you. Thanks for being here. Enjoy the show. See you later. Bye. Up, whatever. Just talking to my friend on the street. And all of a sudden, there's this woman walking a little, like a little white dog. I don't know exactly what kind. And uh, an unleashed pit bull like tries to kill this dog, like snatches up. It's like going crazy. So the, oh. and everyone is screaming like the dog owner. And I think her daughter, everyone like screaming at the top of their lungs. Uh, it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Finally, the owner of the pit bull runs over, yanks the pit bull off. And luckily it had just been chewing. Like, it seems like on the little dog's sweater. 
Like it oh. didn't look like the you know, little dog was hurt. Thank God. You know? I hope it wasn't cashmere, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but, and then everyone, and you know, even after the dog gets pulled off, people are just still screaming at the top of their lungs. And I'm standing there. I was just filming this Christmas video. I'm literally standing there in a Santa suit watching these people. <laughs> it's like, there's three people screaming. I'm just standing 10 feet away wearing a Santa suit, like jaw dropped. Uh, you know, they call the fire department. They come over and I was, <laughs> it was just oh my so crazy, God. but. Like, ho, ho, no, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like still like my heart is still racing. This happened like an hour ago. So I'm still like coming down from it. But thank God. I mean, yeah, truly thank God that little dog was okay. was because I'd never seen anything like that in person before. It was so wild. Yeah. I've only seen it between people. I don't give a fuck about them. (laughs) (laughs) I see two dogs. (laughs) It's scary, man. Oh, man. Very scary. Yeah. Was it it like literally uh, like on your way home or was it like in front of your place? I was in front of my friend who was uh, filming the video. We were just standing outside there talking. We just wrapped up, just like a nice, like about, I was about to leave. And then I saw some of the craziest oh shit I've ever seen. You just look at your buddy, you're like, so we're going inside for a drink, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you, you don't just go on with your day after no. seeing a possible murder. Oh, man. Yeah, this is wild. And I'm like very afraid of dogs, too. Um, you're afraid so of dogs? I've always, yeah, always have been since I was a kid. Um, like I, I like like a like a lazy dog. I'll enjoy, but any like jumpy dog scares me. I mean, I you know what? I get that, and I uh, I mean, I'm I'm five. I I thought I was five seven, and then the other day, um, I did have friends very rudely take a tape measure to my body. <laughs> <laughs> and um, if I'm if I'm being honest, I was high when it happened, and it ruined the entirety of the rest of my eye and the rest of my day. So wait, what'd you come up? Five six. Uh, like uh, five six. Uh, just just before five seven. But to for, for me, they did make sure to say that their apartment was slanted, and I think that's the <laughs> nicest thing a friend's ever done for me. <laughs> was to say that. Was it? Were you standing up fully, fully erect? Because yeah, you know, I have bad posture. I had a full boner time. when they when they <laughs> measured me, uh, and they said, "You know, this doesn't matter." And I said, "It, it does for me as a man." <laughs> Let me retain my dignity with this giant boat. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you're five six, and I'm like, I, I, um, fifty six centim. I blew it. I blew it. Oh man, yeah. I always say that I'm five seven, but now I'm afraid. I don't want to tell any tape measure friends that because I don't know. Maybe I'm in the same boat. Any tape measure, just like a fucking asshole walking around with <laughs> you know with a little guys. Phillips. Um, those things always scared the shit out of me because you, you ever you uh did you ever play with back. the slap bracelets? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I once, uh, in middle school, I, I put it on my hand instead of my wrist because I'm a fucking rebel, and um, and it literally sliced open my entire hand, and oh, I cupped, no. and I remember I cupped blood, but boy, did I feel cool. Uh, that's wild. You know, stigmata. A, it, that's what I, as a young Catholic boy, I was like, <laughs> what's, okay, someone hand me an electric guitar right now. I am the chosen one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. God, why the fuck did I just? Oh yeah, that's because they scared the shit out of me when they when they put it like right next to my head. I think it's gonna slice. Oh yeah, all the way down. It's gonna kill. Well, they snap back so quick. It's crazy. Yeah, Can't but as soon as it things. said five six, I was hoping it would work. <laughs> yeah, just end it. <laughs> When's the last time you actually like measured your height? I tell you the truth, probably when I was like eighteen. Good. Or something. I'm like thinking. When, I'm trying to. When was the last time I went to a doctor? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Fifteen years ago. Like, there's been a fucking lump in my leg, but I don't want to know how much I how much I weigh or anything like that. 
Oh, that's so funny. Um, I haven't seen a doctor in a while. I keep, I, I, at the beginning of quarantine, I remember one, like one of the first days friends felt comfortable going out like eat with each other if you're like separated like outside and everything yeah 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 i remember i got like so drunk because i was like excited to be out of course yeah. and i did a peter pan uh peter pan uh hip uh, uh heel tap in the middle of the air you know a little <laughs> peter pan peter pan heel hip of course yeah and i did it off a three stair like a skateboarder <laughs> thought it was cool and i hit the bottom of my foot and it's been bruised ever since and Ooh. i don't know if uh, i broke it yeah bottom of the foot injuries are brutal yeah, they hurt. It hurts yep. just standing. And boy, do I stand. <laughs> That's one of your main things, yeah. It's kind of uh, kind of like my calling card. <laughs> what else have you been up to, man? Yeah, I've just been uh, you know, chilling. I've been, actually, I've been at home a lot this year. <laughs> I've noticed. <laughs> Wait a minute. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've been, um, yeah, so I just put out this Christmas album. So I've been uh, trying to do a bunch of videos for it and promote it and do all that. That's been like the last week or so that I've been, yeah, yeah. doing all that stuff. I and, just saw the music video you did. Uh, uh, what's the name of the song? Is it like starting, it's starting to sound like Christmas? No. What's uh, it? it's, that's what I know about that's Christmas. That's what I know See, about Christmas. Yeah, 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 I yeah. loved it. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, just yeah. fun, man. I love you being fucking ecstatic about very Christmas. silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that, yeah, it was super fun because I, I didn't know what to do this year because every year I would do like a big live Christmas show and it was like my favorite thing of the year. And yeah. I, I have a band, and I do music and everything. And then this year it was so depressing not to. And then I finally came up with an idea. I was like, oh, I can give myself something to do for the next month and also yeah. have a lot of fun. So it's been great doing that. But yeah. That's good. Finding a project during this time is so, so important. important. Yeah. And I, I know you have a podcast yourself, but a podcast still doesn't feel like uh, like something, you know? Yes. It doesn't scratch the itch. Uh, I know exactly what you mean. But yeah, I've been yeah, I've been podcasting the whole time and that's been good. It's like it's nice if I do like my podcast. And I need to have like one other thing that I didn't come, you know, like, you know, writing and stuff, but like there needs yeah. to be something else that I have to do at a certain time for it yeah. to feel like a full day even, you know. I feel like I, you need two things. Yeah. Have you been have you been back out uh like doing shows at all during this time or you just been focusing on like creating stuff? I did like five or something outdoor shows. Um I only had did one that I thought was fun. The rest of them were at yeah. the park shows and I, I really hated those. I, yeah. I, I just found them I was so I don't know. The same way as like a bar ambush show when it was indoors where it's like the people didn't yeah. want to watch the comedy. I can't stand it. But now you're it's, in a vast space. It's like these people are trying to sit in the park, probably seeing a friend they haven't seen in eight months. And it's like, yeah. well, guess what? I have a microphone and I am, you know, it's just like, I, oh, it made me like tense up. So I was kind of, I kind of stopped even trying to, cause I was like, I just don't like doing this. I'd rather wait till it's real, you know? Yeah. Um, dude, my mom just interrupted your story. That was the rudest thing my mom's ever done. I'll just call she? her and yell at her at the end of the podcast. <laughs> you know, I was fucking recording. Um, I thought about like, what if there's a family, like what if someone, you know, died of COVID and in their will was spread me, spread my ashes, spread me, why? <laughs> what I said, spread it. my ashes <laughs> in Central Park. And, you know, they go to Sheep's Meadow, a whole family. And then they, <laughs> they hear, so she pegged me in the pot. Like they're like, just fucking ruining it. And you can't be like, hey, be quiet. There's a microphone stand. I wouldn't be able to do it. Oh my God. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. Central Park, like iconic New York location for like beautiful scenes, you know, and it's like <laughs> bringing the ugliest thing. You can't do it, but yeah. there's a reason the shows used to be in basements. 
Exactly. Yeah. Low ceilings and everything. I mean, I respect anyone who was able to get something out of it. I know some people did. I have friends who, you know, did a lot of outdoor shows, got some tapes out of it, which is like, I don't know how you did that, but props to you, you know? Um, But, you know, I'm kind of happy that it's going to be too cold for that. So I won't feel bad that I'm not doing it, you know? Yeah. Um, I like, I've done a couple, but they, uh, over, over time, I've been like, what are you getting out of these really? Aside from like, 100%. like, re- like reaching so far, trying to feel something that was like yes. similar to before him. And it's not it. Totally. Yeah. That's why you have to, at least I've been like trying to find other projects that like give me some of that same energy or feeling that I got from being on stage. It's like just trying to recreate that any way I can. That's safe, yeah. you know, which is really hard to do, but I've been trying at least. Yeah. When you're in the studio, are you recording every single instrument yourself? Cause I know you play drums and, and guitar so, and stuff. Yeah. So I ended up doing, I, I did all the guitar and I did the keyboards. Um, and then the guys in the studio, I was going to, I initially came in with the plan to do every instrument and I hadn't played drums like in a band or anything since high school. And I just kind of assumed I would still be just as good. And I got, <laughs> and I got on the jump kit and I was like, oh man, I lost a step. And the guy was oh. like, look, I'm a drummer. I'll do it. It'll take one take. And I was like, yeah, let's just do that. <laughs> so Fuck yeah. uh, it ended up being so nice of them because then we could like play along and it was great. So yeah, these guys in the studio helped a lot with that stuff and all the mixing and everything. Cause I definitely had that idea. I was like, Oh, I'm like Prince. I can go in and I'll do everything. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not like Prince. What am I talking Artist about? formerly known as McNamara. <laughs> this yeah. guy. No, it was crazy. That was cool. Just being in a studio. Cause I never had been before. And I you know, played music my whole life, but never actually been in one. And it was just so cool to have all these instruments to choose from and pretend yeah. I know about technical stuff that, Oh, I can't use that. You know, that won't have the sound texture I need. Like it's actually, it's built for that exact purpose. And you're like, shut the, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let me Shut have up. This. Yeah. You're pointing at stuff. You're like, is that a piano? And you're pointing at a guitar. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> fucking shut up. Oh, nice trumpet, huh? Just up, <laughs> clearly a bass guitar. You're putting the horn to your asshole. You're like, it's like <laughs> ah, jazz, huh? <laughs> so that's what jazz was. Um, <laughs> I feel I've I've had a musical reignition in my life during the pandemic. I bought. Uh, listen to this $2,500 investment that scares the shit out of me. Um, I bought it. I have, I have Ableton Suite, and with it, I got the Ableton Push. Ooh. Um, I have the, and then two things from the company Teenage Engineering. Have you ever heard of them? No, I haven't. No. Okay. Have you ever seen something called an OP1? That's, Please show me if you can. This is, this is, I've been looking at this thing for like five years, maybe. And it's just one of those things you're like, there is no justifiable reason to spend $1,000 on a yeah. little toy. Um, but then the government gave me my money back. <laughs> so I thought I'd use this. And uh, this, is the o- this is the OP1. Oh, cool. It's like yeah, a portable yeah, yeah. synthesizer. You don't need... That's you don't awesome. even need... Uh, it's like a MIDI controller kind of thing? Almost you can or... use it as a MIDI controller, but you like yeah. you don't even need to control uh, uh plug it into your computer. You can make a whole fucking song on this. That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, but then you you, you gotta you want to connect it to a computer to like fucking mix it and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And That's mixing, awesome. I I don't think I ever want to learn. That sounds like the tedious, boring part. Oh my god, no. Yeah, it's like video editing where it's like my life would be so much easier if I learned how to do it, but I just can't. <laughs> yeah. Like, I and not that I can't. I refuse to. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I refuse to be bored. Do you have the you, 
you seem like the kind of guy who has the very creative brain where it's like you love making stuff, you love thinking of stuff, you love being able to perform it. But once people are like, okay, it takes six months of like prep and write down, you're like, I'd rather fucking kill myself. <laughs> no, that is 100% right. I'm just like, I get so excited about something and I don't want to do it. And then it's like, oh, maybe I'll open up iMovie and edit it myself. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. I don't have that brain. Or it just ruins, it ruins the, it ruins the, like the flow, like, yeah, like you're, yeah, like totally. you're, I mean, I have, do you have, do you have ADD or ADHD? Most, most comics do, which is why I ask. Probably, probably undiagnosed, but, <laughs> <laughs> know, but uh, no, I, I don't know. I mean, the only Adderall I've ever taken was snorted in college. So I don't know. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, God, I never understood. Like in college, I, I was still actually prescribed. I mean, I am still prescribed, prescribed Adderall and it just never affected me the way it affected everybody who like, did it for i'm gonna say fun <laughs> yes yeah yeah yeah. No. there's people who took it to like party all night well it was just you had to stay up <laughs> why do you want to focus on part just <laughs> oh, they're playing sicko mode man that just bought me five more minutes you don't have to do drugs well, look they outlawed they outlawed four loco and i was like well i guess i'll start taking prescription pills <laughs> i don't know <laughs> They think they think they're helping people out, and they're like, they took away my four loco blue raspberry, and now I have to do heroin. I have <laughs> yeah, to. People, well, no one was like, oh, four loco's gone. Guess I'll stop drinking. You know, no one's <laughs> like, oh, whoops. I guess. I look forward to the Netflix documentary where they talk about the like op opioid epidemic, but it's all based on the fact that they took away four loco. <laughs> like I don't know, it scratched the itch. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, how long has your album been out for? Like, a, it, did it come out? Yeah, I put it out. Um, I, you know, I'm of the firm belief that you shouldn't play or listen to any Christmas music until the day after Thanksgiving. So I put That's, it out. And you're fucking day. right. Yeah. I always hate that in like early November when you hear like a CVS and you hear Santa Claus is coming to town. Like, no, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> not for a little while. Santa Claus is coming in fucking 31 days. Turn this shit off. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so yeah, I put it out that day. I'm just been. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna try and put out a music video every week, and uh, yeah, carry this thing till uh, till Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what if you tried to do a, a Beatles uh, rooftop concert? Dude, <laughs> but that is a brilliant idea. <laughs> but what you do with like, like the state building? No one can fucking hear you. <laughs> I'm up way too high. <laughs> it's got like a tiny Marshall M. <laughs> I get shot down by a helicopter who doesn't understand what's going on. <laughs> The security's like, no, I let him up. He's so fucking sad. <laughs> it was the kind of sad where it's like, he's not going to kill himself because he's still driven. <laughs> but like, but let him do it. Exactly, yeah. Oh, my God. I thought about, I, that was like one of the dumb ideas I had. Because I, I, I'm sure the same way. I've, I've been trying to come up with just like these dumb grand ideas I can still do during this pandemic. Oh, yeah. And one of them was like, oh, I was like, Tom, Takara, and I, my podcast co-host, like, we should do a podcast on the roof. And I'm like, that's the stupidest shit in the world. Who cares about a podcast <laughs> on the roof? Gonna, like, People on fucking outside. TikTok do. People on TikTok care about any which way. They're like, oh, you're doing it in a bathroom? One million? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's true, man. Oh, you're good at that shit. I, I just downloaded TikTok. I can't. I can't you, crack it. You know, it, 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 it comes and goes. I'll have like a week where I'll have like two or three go viral and then I'll straight up have like three weeks where nothing happens where nothing happens yeah and then the only reason I stay on is because I'm like I know eventually the, the the other week will come but yes yeah yeah and don't you have to kind of post a lot to be you do in the algorithm yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's but what then I already told me yeah. you look at the the huge accounts and they're only posting like once a day 
but I guess since they're already there, like they're going to get a million views anyways. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I also hate, and this may make me sound old, but I hate that it auto plays a video when you open the app. That drives me insane. Yeah. You're like, give me a fucking second to calibrate. I'm in a new app. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's like that used to happen on websites. They would auto play videos and people hated it so much that they stopped doing that. And then this yeah. new app is the new craze that comes out. And it's like, what if we did that thing that everyone collectively decided we don't like? But oh I guess it works God. for them, you know? I don't know. I think, you know, it it catches me. It keeps me on there for like, if I open the app, I'm going to be on it for like 15 minutes, which is the bad mm. part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The duration of a sexual encounter, yeah. <laughs> uh, 15 on a good night. <laughs> on a good night. But most times it's uh, just to pop me to sleep like a sleeping pill. Um, <clears throat> I'm bad at sex. Uh <laughs> No, I feel like I, I feel like so the Christmas album's been like your your like main thing, but like have you have you found yourself like have you been working at all during the pandemic? Like what the fuck else? Tommy, what the fuck has been filling your days, man? It's so it's so weird. It's like I, I haven't I was temping before and I was like temping in offices, so obviously that completely yeah. And it made not- sense because of the lifestyle. A hundred percent. Yeah, it was a great, it's a great comedian job because you don't have to get a tattoo. You never feel like the weight of responsibility of an office job. Like I did one office job for a year and there's just so much pressure on you. And it's like, I don't care about this job at all. Why am I stressed about it every day when it's something that like, truly, if I got fired, I would be happy, but I have so much guilt that I want to be good at this. I don't know. So yeah, I went back to temping, which I was very guilt free for me. And uh, I was doing that right up until yeah, March. And then now it's been so hard to fill the days. I do a lot of, I play a lot of tennis. I play a lot of basketball, you know, what do you play I, tennis? I play at Cooper park and I play, uh, I would go to Jersey city once a week to play with uh, Ari Finling. I don't know if you've uh, had him on, but, uh, yeah. yeah, I love, I love tennis. I played in a local tournament, uh, at one point this year, which was very fun. Okay. And, uh, I got matched up against a 11 year old boy, which I did not. <laughs> Tell me he have. fucking ripped you. <laughs> no, I, I mean, the sad answer is I should have let him win, but I did not. <laughs> You said sad answer, but the best answer is I fucking destroyed him. <laughs> so it was so funny because everyone else in this tournament, it was in Greenpoint. It's like a local Greenpoint tournament. Yeah. Uh, I found out from like a street flyer. Everyone else in the tournament is an adult. And there's this one kid. So my first matchup, I'm against a guy probably around my age. Good match. I end up winning. I'm all excited. Second match, I'm looking at the bracket. I'm like, oh, no, I have to play the child. <laughs> and I don't know what I'm going to do because his whole family's watching. They're in lawn chairs, <laughs> like, cheering him on, you know. And I was like, maybe I should just let him win. We start rallying back and forth or whatever. He wins the first point, and he turns to his family, and he flexes. And oh. at that moment, I'm like, nope, <laughs> I'm going to win. I'm going to beat this. I have to beat the child. So I ended up, I, I beat him pretty handily, and he was so bummed. <laughs> I was oh, just man. like, sorry, man, you were really good. I'm sorry. <laughs> and he's like, don't you fucking talk to me <laughs> after what? My mom's here. <laughs> I think I, I, hopefully I inspired him to like get He's going to, out of revenge, become like the greatest tennis player of all time. So he played Roger Federer's <laughs> godson. <laughs> I'm like the the villain origin for him. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever play uh, fucking Mario Tennis? I used to love Mario Tennis. It's a great game. I haven't played in a while, but. Yeah, thanks to Black Friday, I got Mario Tennis Aces. Oh, the new one. Is that Switch or is that? Uh... Oh, that's Switch, baby. I don't go yeah. backwards. I go forward with time. <laughs> you think I'm playing the Wii U? Get the fuck out of here man um dude those games are fun i i i've been playing video games again because i'm gonna start like streaming and figuring out like what actually still keeps me interested is do you play video games at all 
I play NBA 2K is the only video game I played. Um, and I love it and uh, play, yeah, play it on PS4. I play with like comed- a bunch of comedians in LA and shit. We have like all our games. We've, we've twisted yeah. before. Um, but it's funny because we're not being funny at all because we get so hyper focused <laughs> on it. So it's like, oh, let's Twitch stream. We're all comedians. And then we're all like, fuck, the whole shit. time, you know? Yeah. And then most of the time, the stream's just. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just so focused. It's so focused. And it's also like, oh, good, we're losing to, it. yeah. I mean, probably. 15 yeah. year olds or whatever that would call us gay if they had their mics on, you know, but you know, it's just like, whatever. But you mute them. Oh, 100%, I don't want to fucking yeah. hear you. Uh, I never, I, I started getting back into sports games a while ago. Growing up, my brother always tried to get me play, get me to play. And I like just never did. Cause my thought was always, why don't we just go outside? Yes. Yeah, Playing yeah. the game, go outside. And then guess what? I never did either. <laughs> just go outside. Yeah. Was you that were you the little brother or the big brother? I'm the middle brother. Why middle do you think brother. I yell exclusive? <laughs> I exclusively yell. It's because my mom's too busy caring about the more important ones. That's true. I um yeah, I like made my little brother play video games with me because I needed someone to play against. <laughs> but it was like <laughs> training him to be just good enough that I would still win every time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh but yeah, it it was also like sometimes you go to a friend's house and the parents would be like, "Why are you guys playing video game football? We have a football. We have a backyard. There's eight of you sitting around watching the other two play the game." Like, and then like, you're yeah. like, "Oh my god, you're right. We should set up a projector in the tiny <laughs> backyard and play this fucking game." <laughs> oh man, I've always wanted that. I've always wanted a giant like projector screen because it just makes movies and games so much more fun when they're big i had one friend who set up a projector for one of the nba finals games on his roof so we had like six or seven guys all watching this year? the NBA finals on the roof yeah it was awesome um oh we were just God. outside spread out watching the game and it was so cool but it was like a really windy night so the projector screen kept like <laughs> blowing in the wind so it's like we aren't really watching this game where this is an excuse to drink beers and pretend we're watching this wavy yeah. screen but you know it was still cool Dude, watching the NBA game, I, I, I don't know if I even want to publicly cop to this, but that was like the first time uh, in all of quarantine I actually like sat inside at a bar and oh, like, yeah, watched yeah. it. And it was like the back room and it was packed. But really, yeah, I was so just excited to be in a space like that again. For sure, man. You know, you. Uh, but um, as soon as the game was over, I got the fuck out of there. I was right like antsy the whole time. Was, um, so my dad... I don't know if you remember this. I think it was in the summer, but um, it, it was Wisconsin was like the first state to like open bars again. Yeah. And my dad, who's like older and, you know, he should be more careful than even like we're being or whatever. Yeah. He was on a golf trip in Wisconsin that weekend. So I called him. I was like, hey, how's Wisconsin? He goes, oh, yeah, we got to go to a bar for the first time since March or whatever. And I was like kind of nervous. I was like, oh, like what was it like? He's like, Oh, it was, you know, it was, I didn't like it. I was like, okay, that's good. Maybe we'll go again. He goes, yeah, there were Packers jerseys everywhere. <laughs> like, oh, that was the problem. Not the deadly oh. virus that you probably got. <laughs> He's not even worried about the fact that like the, the bunch of people who are there are the Packers. He just hates the jerseys. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> just everyone's coughing on him. He's like, Oh my God, this is a Packers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I'm not getting fucking COVID for this. <laughs> I'd get COVID for the bills. I'd get COVID for the bills. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, um, I know it's like money, money's running out, you know, so hopefully I can start working again soon. But it's also like, I didn't want to get COVID from a job. Yes. <laughs> I, I hate it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like if I'm doing something, if I end up, hopefully I won't get it at all. But it's like, if I end up getting it, 
I want it to be at a comedy show I'm doing or something where it's like at least like I some cool to, reason or like yeah yeah doing acid with my friends or something but not yeah not some job I hate not no can't I've I I have been where I work at a butcher shop I work at Equinox uh I work at like I work in other like indoor places and each time I'm inside for like more than five hours I'm like this is how, like, this is how I get it. It's not worth fifteen dollars an hour. And Uncle yes. Sam's taking out a big old fucking chunk. I hate that guy. <laughs> I fucking hate him. But I will say this, and I will not step back from it. He's hot. <laughs> I've seen those posters, and that's a good looking man. He's got that uncle bod. <laughs> <laughs> Where they work out more because uh, they're single and don't have to devote time to the house. Kind of creepy and single, yeah. <laughs> This is going to be a perfect time right here to take a little break and we'll come right back to some segments. Oh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. Oh, my God. Did you guys enjoy the the laptop or whatever the fuck just advertised on the show? We're getting laptop ads, uh, uh, Tommy. Uh, people going to buy some HPs. <laughs> Ooh. I just gave them extra. Harry Potter? Five seconds. <laughs> Buy the new Deathly Hollows tablet. <laughs> Your grandma's in there. Oh, <laughs> so fucking stupid. Um, okay, Tommy. It's time to get fucking serious here. Okay? Alrighty. Time to talk Locked about in. shit. Locked in. Tommy, the first segment that we're going to get to is called Say You're Sorry. All right? Mm. I want you to think about a time in your life where you maybe said or you did something and uh, you think it might have hurt someone's feelings, might have made someone feel a little bad. You kind of regret it, but you never got to apologize for it. So I thought about this, and there's one. This is one I should have apologized for because it, it's something with my sister that. Wow. Um, but I didn't know what happened until much later. So when I was in high school, uh, I was a dumbass, as as many of us are. Nice. And I decided to order like a custom beer pong table. <laughs> Um, to play beer pong with my friend because not a, a normal table it was not enough i needed not like, enough like, cool like one that you like folded out you know and you carried it like a briefcase it was the stupidest thing in the, in the world um so what are you doing going to work on these <laughs> fucking amateurs i'm just on the train with a bunch of businessmen with my beer pong briefcase um but so i ordered it to my house and whatever happens it's like weeks later it still hasn't come yet and i'm like where the fuck is this beer pong table you know whatever so i i call the company i say it never showed up they send me another one and like a week later i get it so i have this beer punk table i use it you know a bunch of high school parties big hit have a great time oh yeah years later i find out that the first one had arrived and my mom had found it and had gotten so mad at my sister because she just assumed it was hers. And my sister was like, I didn't order this. And I didn't know about any of this. But mom was like, oh, sure, you didn't order it, whatever. So this whole time, I didn't realize that there was like weeks where my sister was blamed for this beer punk table. And, you know, I'm just like walking around with my other beer punk table. Going everywhere with it. <laughs> so I'm sorry to my sister and also to the company that I accidentally scammed into sending me a free extra table. Oh, my God. 
I mean, it worked out, you know? Your sister's yes. probably doing... Okay, tell me she's alive. Tell me <laughs> <Yes>. she's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's doing yeah, yeah. Oh my god! And, and the funny thing is, like, how, like, how did you find out about it? Did your sister just like ten years later was like, "Do you know I was blamed for this?" So I think I was telling the story about, like, I was telling the story like to my cousins. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I was so sick. I had this beer pong. I was like bragging about my beer pong table." And my sister was like, "Wait, that was your beer pong table?" And then it turned out this thing it had already happened like five years earlier or something. But it was, it was just so funny. I went around not knowing that there had been this family drama that I inadvertently caused. Oh my god. Well, I hope your sister was like at least a straight A student or something just to kind of counteract. Uh... Yes. Mm. Well, it's so funny. She was definitely smarter than me, better grades. So it was like, clearly it was mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think they were probably just like, look like your parents are bored. They're like, she has to fuck up something. <laughs> yeah, right. As they get in bed, your father's like, you know, that's Tommy's. And, and mom's <laughs> like, I know, I know. But there, nothing happened at work today. I needed to fucking yell at one of them. Exactly, yeah. So, how, I mean, how fucking big was it that you were that you were able to take the other one in and out as a briefcase? So it was like pretty long, but it just folded up straight. So it was like a giant. I mean, not briefcase is an understatement. It was just this giant, you know, yeah. aluminum monstrosity that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you'd carry to someone's garage and be like, "Oh, you guys don't have a table? Well, guess who's here? Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> but where did you fucking keep it stored? It was in in the garage somewhere. I, I was really bad at hiding stuff though. Like there was another time where I had a party at my house and nice. Um, it, I I didn't want to put all the beer cans in the recycling because then it'd be crazy at a party. So I just had them in a trash bag that I just put in my closet. And my mom <laughs> opens up my closet uh, for for whatever reason, and they just avalanche down. <laughs> <laughs> covered in beer cans <laughs> so that backfired also but so i'm also sorry to her that's another one i should say sorry for oh my god my my little brother used to when he didn't eat food he would leave uh the sandwiches that my mom would make all over the, like behind the couch underneath the couch ah, under ooh. his bed like he would just hide them because if he came home with food that wasn't eating my mom would go and what the fuck is this so <laughs> but he also did, still didn't have the wherewithal to maybe just like not throw it away at school <laughs> if he didn't need yeah, it yeah, yeah. every day he'd come home ah fuck i didn't eat that and like would leave it around so i mean i get where you're coming from yes uh man can you imagine doing that in a new york apartment it would just be rat city it'd be rat city but also no matter what corner of your little fucking box you're in you got a sandwich come on hey that's nice yeah you can't beat that <laughs> before this I'm, I'm eating fucking bread and butter i had nothing <laughs> i had nothing else i was legitimately like oh about to record i should probably eat because my stomach hurts bread and butter <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like an old uh, it's like you're in siberia waiting in the bread line just to, uh, <laughs> The only other thing in my fridge I had was little corny shones. Do you know those? What is that? Those are, I just learned. I'm not going to act like I've known that word for a long time, but that's the name for the little tiny pickles. Corny shones. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are uh, delicious. My new girlfriend went to Harvard, and I'm learning a lot. Of, Look at that. Learning a lot of words. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I used to be dumb, and now I'm aware of how dumb I am. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> I would just be doing the Goodwill hunting scene at her all the time. I call you regurgitate with your Gordon Wood. <laughs> like, You're not from Boston. You're like, I know. <laughs> I've only seen clips of Goodwill hunting. I've never seen the whole thing. Oh, wow. I mean, that and also The Departed. And get this The Godfather movies that hate- everyone assumes I've, <laughs> I, I, I've I love. Uh, 
I didn't see The Godfather till like two years ago. So I was in the same boat with that. And then I watched it and I was like, hey, this is a great movie. Oh yeah, everyone yeah. calls it the best movie of all time. That's probably why. <laughs> I'm so glad I found this fucking hidden gem on hey, Netflix. Look at this. Uh, it's from like the 70s. This is crazy. Jesus. I've been like, all quarantine, one of my big things I do is uh, when I'm staying, I'm staying home on a Friday night. I'm like, oh, this is so depressing. I'll just get a six pack of beers and watch a concert movie. That's my thing. I, watch, I love uh, that. Watch like Stop Making Sense, the Talking Head ones, uh, the Talking Heads one. I probably watched like 30 times this year. Uh, Dude, I've never seen Stop Making Sense and I want to. I am yeah, the biggest fan of it. It's so great. Um, and that was one time me and my girlfriend, we took acid and watched Stop Making Sense. And I was like, this is the coolest thing in the world. Nice. <laughs> she didn't go to Harvard, but. <laughs> but we do do drugs and that's something um stop the one of the last shows i got to see before um uh everything shut down was david burns uh, you saw american, american utopia? utopia i'm so jealous oh i my brought God. my mom that's so cool did it live up to what everyone says that it was ever, yeah because to be honest david burns one of those people who like i can't sing the lyrics i don't know them i don't know his music like yeah, that yeah. Um, I'm aware of who he is. I'm aware of his work. I like get his influence and all that shit, but I'm not going to pretend like I'll go to American Utopia and be like, Oh, he's playing blank and like yeah. fucking like get excited about it. But it true. Like, I mean, it was a fucking amazing show. They're filming it for HBO. Spike Lee's directing it. They just put it out. Yeah. I actually, Oh, they put it out already. It was, uh, yeah, they put out the end of, uh, end of last month, I think. Um, but yeah, the Spike Lee version. So I tried to watch it and I've been watching stop making sense so much, which is, you know, filmed like 1985 or whatever. Yeah. And it just made me so sad because I was like, Oh shit, he's old. <laughs> like, oh, I've been, like, my God. I've been like watching this guy perform every night when he was like in the prime of his life. And now I'm just watching. And I had to turn it off because it was just like, Oh, it's kind of a yeah. bummer. You find out that he had to do American Utopia without shoes, not as a stylistic choice, but like his bunions or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure it's great. I, I will sit down and watch it at some point. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm a firm believer. Like, I honestly don't even like maybe like 95% of like stand-up specials or like anything else that's like mm -hmm. film live like that because I'm just like, there is something totally lost in the fact yes. that this is, I'm not there. For sure. And I mean, music, it's the same way, but just because, yeah, I mean, I've still been able to see some comedy from the outdoor shows and stuff, but I haven't been able to see any music and especially like doing comedy, seeing live music was always like the best feeling because it's like, yeah. it's a totally different world and you just can be immersed in it. And there's no like ironic degree of detachment and you just get to like be emotional yeah. watching something that you totally lose when you don't have live performance. So it's been like, that's been something that's been getting me through a little bit. Yeah. God, I miss, dude. I, I used to go to concerts all the time. That was my thing. That's how, like, I knew what yeah. fucking day of the week it was. Wednesday, seeing Tame Impala. Ah, the best, yeah. You know? I, yeah, I live really close to Brooklyn Steel, and it was like, ah, oh, I would, used to be able to walk, you know, six minutes and see, like, one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. And now I... Yeah. <laughs> You know? Did you used to like last minute or whatever, just kind of decide to see what was up? A couple of times. Yeah. I just went over there. Um, like, yeah, I'm trying to remember who we saw, but I went to some shows that, that was like my favorite venue. I thought it was so cool. I um, fucking love Brooklyn steel. Yeah. I, I went to the opening with LCD sounds. LCD. I'm so mad. I didn't go to one of those. Shows. I saw so three of those of shows. Ugh, I heard they were incredible too. I love, I, I truly love them. I went with one of my, one of my favorite memories, uh, that I'll like hold dear with my ex-girlfriend was bringing her, I like introduced her to LCD, LCD sound system. I think she knew of them from like, uh, Oh my God, their most famous song, the dance, uh, dance, dance yourself clean. Yes. Yeah, she's, like, she's like, yeah, I've heard this before. I'm aware, but I brought, I brought her to the show and we like, it's, it was, 
everyone gave each other like space to like dance. That's awesome. and everyone was like dancing, you oh, know. Man. And she doesn't know like the the music. I like I I don't even know most of it like it, that that well. But I but I've listened to it over and over and like just like I mean we danced yeah. nonstop and we were like close. It was amazing. That's why I'm a little bummed. I I love Shut Up and Play the Hits. I think it's really cool. But I just like wish it was just a full just the full concert start to finish with none of the like sad look at james murphy he's a normal guy making his own coffee stuff i'm like yeah. i don't need to watch that i'm trying to just watch them play you know? <laughs> um god i wish i was able there so many bands act like they're gonna fucking break up forever and they always have a plan to get back in like eight ten years or some shit and i'm like always that. happy though you know people get so mad people are so mad at lc sounds like they said it was the last show it's like yeah well they sold out madison square garden they took five years off and now they're back with a really good album why are you mad yeah like, what are you awesome. angry about yeah i wish uh, like that's actually i thought about like I love being at a, at those historic shows, you know, if, sure. you, if you can, because you just like, there's a different energy there. You're like, oh, I'm lucky to be here. But, um, but also, I mean, instead of seeing them in Madison Square Garden, where I probably would have sat all the way at the fucking top, I got to stand five feet away. I saw them sweat. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. And that show's still special. No one can take that away from you. You were at the Madison Square Garden LCD sound system. Didn't yeah. end up actually being the last show, but it's still like an iconic moment, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Some some random guy. I'm sure you have a lot of these like random people, random comedians on Facebook who friended you that you don't know. And I, I everyone yeah. saw you. I don't fucking check. I don't check Facebook anymore, but I do remember that time. Yeah, I I get all my news from there. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but some guy posted like. Did you hear Biden didn't win? <laughs> oh no no, they're miscounting those votes. There. <laughs> um, yeah, so someone posted on there like, "What's your best live show you've ever seen?" Mine was Cream minus Eric Clapton. <laughs> that sounds like the worst show of all time like it's a three-person band without the one famous guy <laughs> one guy i saw the whalers was yeah. bob marley wasn't bob there marley, yeah. oh you fucked bob marley oh best show you'll ever see. want to hear some screams <laughs> <laughs> i saw salt and pepper but it was just salt oh my god <laughs> that's fucking fun imagine like the i think the worst mix you could do is going to see lmfao but it's only one of them trying to keep it together <laughs> it's just the uncle yeah <laughs> fucking party rock <laughs> Yeah, the saddest guy. Body <laughs> rocks in the house tonight. Oh. <laughs> I fucking miss you. <laughs> screaming over the music. Dude, there's people like him. One of them, I like I don't know both of their names. I know one of them's Red Flu and I don't remember the other one. But one of them's like on TikTok now. There's like there's like this whole thing happening uh where you know, famous people who already have platforms, they have to somehow find a way to be active on the new one. Yes. And there's some people who like just have been gone for a long time. And then they come, they're coming back on TikTok. And it's, I, I hate it. I oh, hate yeah. It. No, I feel you, man. It's like, it's like, let people have, let there be something that you don't need to be famous to get views on, you know? Yeah. Some Why do you keep fucking. Ground. Yeah, dude, it's not. Go tinker with fucking Party Rock too. Don't come here making funny <laughs> videos about water. Well, that's like, I mean, you look at the top 10 comedy podcasts, and like nine of them are from extremely famous people. And it's like, well, it's you not a level playing it. ground. You can't do it, you know? Yeah. 
Like it's like Conan and like Joe Rogan and like, and then like Jason Bateman and Will Arnett just started started one. It's like you guys have so much money and you do so much work. I love both of them. I think they're both great. But yeah. Like, do you really need a comedy podcast? Is that gonna put you over the edge? You know. Oh God. I mean, for them, it's it's easy money. For me, it fills yeah. one hour where I think I'm being productive, and that's <laughs> all. And that's all I need, yes. man. Yes, for sure. You know, I make it in one person's Spotify rap list. That's all worth it. You know? <laughs> I truly did, did. Did you guys get any uh, tags on? Like we got Instagram? a few, which was, and it's like it's embarrassing how excited I was. <laughs> I, was Dude, like, oh, yeah, I got, I got one, and I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's a great feeling, you know. You know, it, it it does kind of remind you and like prove to you that there's people out there who do listen to your stuff. Yes, yeah, and no. that would kill themselves if you ever stop. So you <laughs> give up. essential workers, man. <laughs> Podcasters, the true essential workers. The very first workers. Okay, the people who got to get back to work: nurses, the garbage men, podcasters. You got to record outside now. <laughs> the live podcast us. industry needs this. this country cannot get back on its feet until live podcasts are happening at Union Hall again. It's the only chance. Oh, we have. Fuck. Uh, that's something I never got to do. I wanted to do live shows for these. And the, literally I launched this like the week COVID started. Uh, hey, next year, man. Next year. I'll be waiting. You just do uh do one in the vaccine line. <laughs> <I'll get laughs> Actually, well, that'd be a little, that'd be a funny thing. Um, you'd get COVID, but boy, would it be worth it. Have, <laughs> dude, when I've been waiting in line to get tested, my thought is if I were to get it, I'd get it here. These 100%. are people who think they have COVID. So I almost went back for Thanksgiving um, I didn't end up, which, you know, was the right choice, but I was Same. like, I was going to go back my, you know, my family wanted, it, we were trying to have like a big party, but my, my parents wanted me to come back, which that's something that people don't talk about where everyone was like, why would you want to go back for Thanksgiving? I hate my family. It's like, well, not all of us do. Yeah, <laughs> I, have a, I have a great time with my brothers. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't end up going. And part of the reason was I, I went to one of those city MD lines. And I was like, I'm really going to stand out in the cold for four hours with a hundred people who might have COVID. And then, yeah. Even if the test is negative, it's like it just felt too stupid. Yeah. I um I literally I waited in that line on Monday. The whole time I'm just scared out of my mind. Cause first of all, I'm there with a bunch of old people who are like standing close. Yes. Like I was trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm like the water in their ears. They don't they can't balance <laughs> far away. I'm not trying to be ageist, but there's fucking I don't think fucking they David Burns there right in front <laughs> dancing. Come not on, wearing bro. fucking shoes. <laughs> um but like that Monday I got tested and like, I was already worried. And then that Wednesday I got like three different messages from people before my flight. I had a flight home at 12. I canceled work. Yeah. Uh, I called out whatever. And I had been exposed to three fucking different people. It was yeah. all before that test. I didn't know when I got the test, but uh, I couldn't go home because of that. I was just like, just out of yeah. the field. I don't feel anything. It was like, I, I was exposed to these people like 10 days ago and I still didn't feel anything, but like, you I know, know man. fucking, I, I made the same choice and it sucked, but it was just like, ah, man. Yeah. And then I stayed here and had a vegan Thanksgiving. So if you think I've been depressed <laughs> before that, I took one bite of tofurkey and I wanted to fucking end. I wanted to oh, end it all. Yeah. And I'm not trying to talk shit on vegans. I love vegans. Yeah. I eat vegan food. But I'm not on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I, yeah, uh, I, I, I can't imagine there was a, in my family, I have a couple of cousins who are vegan. And then I have one uncle who like runs a barbecue restaurant. <laughs> he was always <laughs> so mad at <laughs> the vegan cousin. And he's like, spend all this time cooking this amazing meat. <laughs> oh. They would just be eating couscous. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you get more. 
Well, they're making the moral. They're making the moral choice, but I'm having the better time, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, I think it's time to get into the next segment, which is your story. Okay, I want you to recall a time in your life where you know you you learned a little something. Okay, some this is a lesson you you you've put on to other people. You yourself, you still you still have a hard time kind of following that advice. Yes. Oh, the picture segment, right? The hypocrite thing. Yes. Um, so <laughs> there's something that I always uh, would say because I'm a man. Uh, I love to perform stand-up comedy, and I also like to you know drink beers. And uh, <laughs> fucking love that. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> two of my favorite things in the world. But I, I would always used to be very particular about it and i would always give this advice whenever someone asked me about it like oh you know should, is it weird to go on stage when you've had a few drinks and i would always say you know what i do you know i have my first sip of beer on stage and then you know drink the rest of the night but you know make sure you're performing sober always do that and uh first sip of beer on stage that's all this is the advice i gave yeah and then uh at a certain point in new york i just stopped following that advice altogether. <laughs> and, uh, and then I was like, hey, have your ninth beer on stage. That way you're fine. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> yeah, so that, like, it got to the point where there was one, there was one show, I was doing a midnight show, um, and it was the day of the Kentucky Derby. And all my college friends were like, oh, you like, got a table at this bar for the Kentucky Derby. And I was like, that's yeah, all like, you know, 3 p.m. or wherever we go. And I'm like, yeah, oh, you know, I have a couple of drinks. I'll mix in some water, so I'll be fine. And it got to the point where I was so drunk on stage that I like was blacked out. I have no idea what was going on. Um, at one point I started to tell a joke and someone yelled out, You already did that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I took off my head and threw it in their general direction. Uh got on stage. Yeah. Oh my god. Then I got on stage and then my buddy and podcast girls Tom Takar was on next. And he starts doing his act and he's not drunk. He's doing he's killing, he's having fun. And then I just like stumble out. I'm like, hey Tom. <laughs> and, like, people don't know that we have a podcast together. So I just look like the insane drunk guy who somehow got on stage and is not like costing the real comedian <laughs> the professional comedian who should be there for the show <laughs> um, so i get i should have taken my own advice is what i'm saying and had my first sip of beer on stage to, <laughs> to literally during someone else's set just fucking hey tom fucking hop out <laughs> there's one picture from it where it's just me standing like three feet away from him clearly <laughs> out of my mind and he's just looking at me like what are you doing <laughs> oh my god and he's obviously a good enough friend to where there's literally no anger about it. He's like, oh, my God, my best friend is fucked up. Oh, he loves this story. Yeah, he'll, he'll tell this story better than I will because he remembers more of it. But yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, man. I mean, do you like, do you remember at all whether you uh, like actually had a good set at all? Or like were you like having that like fun, like drunk kind of crush? Or so were the you... The, the benefit that I had, because I, I had, you know, some of my friends who were at the bar with me, they literally came to the show because we just came because we wanted to see what happened. <laughs> you know, like my college <laughs> friends that I was with, they're like, we couldn't believe you're performing. So we, they came out of like to watch a car crash, basically, you know. And then I also had friends on the show, friends hosting the show. And afterwards, the next day, I was so like pit in my stomach, like, oh my God, that must have been the most feeling said ever. And then everyone I texted about it was like, no, they, they were, the crowd was pretty drunk too. And they kind of loved it. I was like, oh, yeah. God. You know, um, that's the good thing about a midnight show is like, you assume that almost oh, yeah. everyone there is some degree. Of, yeah. Do you, do you think if the show was at like eight or something, you would have been as fucked up as you were? Or it, like, like you would have been able to control it because you did start I, drinking at three. 
I know. I think I would have been able to pull it together more. Because you know? yeah. I've done that before, too, where it's like, um, you know, there's a football game, have some beers, whatever, sober up, then go to the show. You're totally fine. But something about the the nine hours of drinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that didn't that might have affected it. Um, I, had, I had one other advice from a hypocrite that's not story based, but I, it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. I want it. Um, I want it. I want it right now. So something I I get so upset about is I, I saw a tweet recently that went viral that was someone saying like Apple Music should be free on all iPhones, and it had like yeah. five hundred thousand likes, and it made me so mad because it's like I've put out a comedy album, I put out a music album, and I know that you get nothing from streaming like you get no money yeah. from streaming and i mean it's like you know if you get like a hundred thousand streams you get like three dollars so it's like it's truly highway it's, robbery it's bad so i was so mad that everyone was agreeing that they shouldn't be paying ten dollars a month i'm like you realize how much the artists are getting fucked whatever and I, I was going on this rant in my head and i was like you have to support people and then my spotify rap comes out and i'm like oh yeah i listened to forty thousand minutes of music on spotify this year i'm such a <laughs> hypocrite asshole you know yeah because it's like i know how much it fucks people over but i do it too because of the convenience and it and i don't know i don't know how to fix it it's really hard i mean what are, like what are you gonna spend like tens of thousands of dollars to own at like physical shit yeah. Or, or just have your phone or can you do we want to look up a song exactly yeah so i i think what i i try and yeah try and support at least people who aren't already rich is what i want to yeah. do you know like local type bands and that like i bought um i tried to buy merch from bands this year because i knew they couldn't tour so like bands i love yeah. but i know aren't like millionaires i was like i'll buy a hat from whatever a shirt yeah. whatever so that's something i'm trying to take my own advice on more I love music merch for when I, I, when I went to college in New York and me living here for eight years, most of my closet is shit that I bought at shows. Hell yeah. Yeah. The best. Yeah. I, coming back from a show sweaty with a t-shirt around your shoulder. That's the best. Yeah. Oh. I miss that. I love that. And it also, the shirt just means so much more than if you got it at J crew. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm not knocking J crew. They make a good fit and f- <laughs> fucking shirt, but um, you know, when something has a memory to it. Oh yeah, for sure. Or just if it makes you think of a band. Uh, isn't it insane that uh, though, like musicians will spend years coming up with an album, but how they really make money is the hoodie with the name of the album on it? I know. It's so wild. Yeah. The business model is insane. I know. And it's so crazy that it, it, it's in such the recent past that you made so much money from CD sales. Like these people were eating, you know? Yeah. And now, yeah, now it's all touring, which was totally taken away in March. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know, man. I wish I could tour. I wish I could tour and do Madison Square Garden. <laughs> you just got to announce it's your last show, man. I'll let you do it. <laughs> announces it's their last show gets to do the garden. Actually, that would that'd be a fun that'd be a fun little thing to do, man. <laughs> um, that's my life. That's what that's my life. What what's your what's your overall like lifelong goal? Because you, I mean, that's that's a tough question to ask somebody. But like, I want to do uh, like a variety show at MSG. That's like my big uh, a venue based goal I have is the um, Chicago Theater. I don't know if you've ever uh, yeah, have you been? I've never Chicago? been there. Okay, Chicago Theater. It's beautiful, um, and they do bands. They sometimes have comedians though, so it's yeah. not like the crazy. John Mulaney filmed Comeback Kid there, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the, it's not like the most unattainable thing in the world, but it's like, it's so beautiful and so cool. And it's the hometown. It's like, that's definitely my, my venue yeah. dream at least. Yeah. Is it, is it similar that, that venue is like similar to radio city, right? Yes. Yeah. I would say. 
Yeah, I saw Mulaney film his other, uh, his newer special at Radio City. That was one of the best shows. Me too. That's one of the best comedy shows I've ever been to in my life. Unbelievable, yeah. Made me, made me uh, angry that I'm not as much of a writer and that I do a lot of crowd work because I'm like, I don't, yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> no, it's yeah, it's the tightest writing in the world. Yeah, yeah, tight all the way down to like the the microphone flicks of the yeah. of the of the wire. But it's just not how I'm. It's just not how I'm wired. For sure, is, yeah. to do stuff like that. How is that? When you were drunk, was it? Were you? Do you think you were like telling like joke jokes, or were you like kind of doing crowd work? If you remember any of it, <laughs> I think it was probably a mix of like. Yeah, trying to tell jokes and stumbling through them. And then I'm guessing the way I got laughs was being like, oh, you guys didn't like that one when I said something <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Which is <laughs> Hippopotamy, peep poop. <laughs> like kind of faux bitterness, even though I'm clearly not doing anything that deserves anything. <laughs> like, oh, I'm not good enough for you guys. But it's like, well, yeah, you're not, you're slurring. <laughs> like, you're, doing, you're doing bad. <laughs> That's so funny. The last time I performed, oh, I never, I, I can't remember the last time I performed drunk except for uh, Philly last week. <laughs> I was drunk, but it wasn't like a belligerent. Like, I, I mean, I knew everything that was going on. I knew, my, I knew whatever jokes I had prepared and I was like comfortable. But like the last time I performed drunk was three and a half years ago or three years ago because UCB East was still open and I did Gentrify, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. I think. And and I was getting, I was, I was getting drunk when I was on stage. I wasn't drunk yet, but I could like feel it starting. You know, like you get the high of being on stage, and then you also are like, oh, I'm not like a hundred percent sober. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so like I wasn't drunk up there, but then after the show, I had like, I was wearing. First of all, I was wearing my Adidas tracksuit, so I'm a whole different version of me. <laughs> and and it was like, uh, it was sold out, so the energy's different. And I, I kept drinking after the show. It felt good, and I got so drunk. And I left and I forgot all of my things there that I came back and we, we had stayed so long that the door was locked and I oh, banged no. on the door to get back in. And I thought I was like kind of being funny, but they were like, you looked like you were going to break the door down. Like you looked, I was like, well, when I'm like happy, it all looks the same as angry. I'm Italian. It's not like I'm fucked. I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> to the outsider, it just looks like a guy who wants to see improv that bad. <laughs> like, Please let me see. Tell me you have a 2 a.m. show. <laughs> I heard like whose line. <laughs> um, but I, when I went back in, I got my bag and then I sat at the table again where everyone was sitting for a more second. And I'm not going to name the name of who said it, but this, uh, this person looked at me in the eye and said, just leave. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's painful. Yeah. And I was and I was booked. My next show was one month uh, uh, there at UCB East. My next show was a month away. Um, and I like rude the day because I was like, oh, that bartender is going to fucking remember me. And like, they're just going to. And when I, I, I had given up drinking for since that night, I was like, you don't oh, want to look yeah, like an yeah, idiot. Yeah. Like it, it was one of those kind of nights. And when I went back and um. And all the other comics were like using their free drink, or whatever. And I'm like, just like a seltzer, like a soda, man. He looked, the, the bartender looked at me. We hadn't spoken yet that day, but he looked me in the eye and said, good for you, man. <laughs> and he meant it. He gives you a hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was so embarrassing.
I was like, I was like scared to be around the pe- everyone again, but then they were like <laughs> a year had passed and I think everyone just forgot, but I was like, oh, oh that's so it. funny. Yeah. I know that feeling completely where you're like, even people you don't know, you're like, they remember <laughs> like, Yeah, there's audience <laughs> members who definitely weren't there. You know, they know, they know. Um, all right, man, let's, let's get into the last segment of the show, which is our, uh, our audience questions yes okay these are a couple things we got sent in and i i'm gonna start it i'm gonna start it on a nice on a nice fun note uh because and i'm gonna pull up the question right now um this is from jordan ashley hey i know jordan yeah she uh she said i have nothing to ask but i do need to emphasize that tommy's holiday show was the highlight of my holiday season last year oh man that makes me so happy i was so happy that jordan was there wow um, it yeah. was always my favorite thing to do in the last few years. I would do one in New York and one in Chicago and it was just like pure joy to do. Um, yeah. So I, it means a lot that it was fun for people in the audience. Cause I was like, this is so fun for me that like, <laughs> yeah. it's like I might be getting more out of this than anyone who paid to see it. But I'm very happy to- <laughs> hopefully you, hopefully you can find a way to like, uh, like, I don't know, zoom live or something just like do it. Or- yeah. I have to figure out something. You, It's not the same, but it's something Yeah, for sure. Uh, we got, we got some two, two good questions before we get out of here. Okay. Um, neither of them are advice. They're just questions for you. One of them is you seem like a happy guy. What pisses you off the most? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. This is a great question. I have to think about this for a second. Take Um, your time. I'll play another laptop ad. (laughs) 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 Uh, Well, there's a, I mean, the the most recent time I got really pissed off was um, I was at, we were, my girlfriend and I had pulled into a gas station and we weren't, um, she was driving, but she was on the phone and I was just going to go fill up the gas because she was doing something on the phone, like calling about a credit card or something. Yeah. So I went and we couldn't, uh, she wasn't close enough to the thing. So the, the guest wouldn't reach the car mm. and, uh, kind of embarrassing, you know, I'm sitting out there, I'm holding the thing. I'm trying to like motion her that it's not going to fit. She has to move the car, but she doesn't see it. And this yeah. guy, so I'm like, who's out of his car? He goes, you might need to move it a little closer, pal. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to murder this guy. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> so I gave him my most Midwestern. And I was just like, have a nice day, buddy. <laughs> like, oh. I was like, I was so fucking mad. I wanted to kill this guy. Um, but I don't know. I, I am a, a genuinely happy person. I think I, I get annoyed a lot of internet stuff. Um, yeah. But it's just, just, just like the petty bitterness of like, how do people think this tweet is funny? <laughs> and it's yeah. like this tweet has more likes than any of my tweets will ever get or any of like the videos that I work for days on and whatever. And like someone says some stupid joke format that's been used a million times. It's like, oh yeah, this is the most retweets anyone's ever gotten. I get a yeah. little bitter and petty about stuff like that. But. Yeah. Well, I think that's natural with what we fucking do. Yes, for sure. Um, cause that kind of shit pisses me off. Tick, I mean, I keep bringing it up, but like TikTok has, when it comes to like looking at other people who are like go viral for shit, sometimes I'm worst? like, you know what, man, you, you take that, you enjoy it. Just don't kill it. And then you look at their account and they do the same thing like 50 times because they don't have anything else. Ah. And, and they kind of blow out. Uh, and then there's people who like are just hot. <laughs> yep. They're just hot. <laughs> Well, I should get on there then if that works. <laughs> like no one fucking told me. <laughs> oh, people get likes over there. All right, I'll join. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like you give off 
uh, ha- happy guy vibe? I feel like you do. You try, I do, to, be, yeah. try to be jolly. I, I, yeah, I have a jolly disposition. You know, it's funny. I like, I kind of have, this is just like how I am naturally where if I'm alone, I can kind of be sulky and I'll like walk around listening to sad music by myself. Yeah. But then just like being around people I know or people I'm excited to see, like I genuinely am not like faking it. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy to be interacting with people. That's why it's been such a hard year because yeah. you don't get to do it. But like, yeah, just like being social makes me very happy. Yeah. Do you, do, has anyone ever told you that they think you're like faking it when you're being like nice or like. I, someone said that on stage once when I just introduced them. They're like, oh. why is that guy always smiling all the time? That's so fucked up. It's so fucking weird. Or something. And I'm like, what the hell? I was just smiling because I was happy to see him. Until yeah, I'm having a good time. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, people have told me that they think I'm like being fake. And I'm like, I'm just oh, happy yeah. to be out of the house. I have a community of people. Fuck off. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a great night. Hey, we're at a show. Why wouldn't you be happy? Yeah. I'm I'm not getting paid, but I'm getting to do what I love. Exactly. Let me smile, baby. <laughs> um, I've had I've had a lot of people say that when they first meet me, like the first time they meet me, uh, they're very turned off by the welcoming or like smiley energy. Really? And yeah. that they like and that they quite quite honestly like didn't like they don't like they try to not give me the time of the day and then the second time they meet me they're like oh that is who you are <laughs> and now i like you have you ever gotten that i haven't gotten that no but um hmm, people but I'm, I'm not wearing attraction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i just come off as fake oh yeah <laughs> you're writing that down in the notebook <laughs> remember remember the fifth of go kill yourself <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, this is Tommy. This is the final question. All right, and with this, the show comes to its great conclusion. The question is, what was the worst Christmas you've ever experienced? Oh wow, worst Christmas I ever experienced. Um, there was one a few years ago where I had a really, I had like a very depressing flight that is the first thing that comes to mind oh. where i um i ended up having to fly for whatever reason on christmas eve and the flight got like very heavily delayed and i was just sitting in the pittsburgh airport and like i knew my family was at like the family christmas eve party and i was just sitting in the pittsburgh oh. airport like no one's there because it's christmas eve so no one's flying <laughs> yeah. i was just sitting there was it a connector flight why were you in yeah i had to fly like new york and we stopped in pittsburgh like, i was also very broke which probably was contributing to why i think of this as a sad memory but uh, yeah I was like so broke. And then I get on the plane because it's Christmas Eve. There's like this Pittsburgh to Chicago plane. I think there was like six people on the flight. And I'm just sitting there kind of sulking, like knowing I'm missing the family party. And the flight attendant, it was very nice, just walks up to me, puts two Jack Daniels things on my thing and walk, keeps walking without saying anything because I just, I must have had the saddest like pout on. <laughs> so that was like the one good moment. But that was like my most depressing Christmas Eve um, that I could think of at least, yeah. Oh my God. I imagine you like looking at that, like taking like, like very minor insult to the fact that he like <laughs> felt the need and you just being like, I can't yeah. open each one. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It's God. always like travel related. Like I always, yeah. Yeah. Just travels. Like I had a Thanksgiving where I had to take a, I do a stand-up drink about this part. I had to take a mega bus from New York to Chicago. It was like an 18 hour, but like, it's always like just oh my holiday, God. holiday travel is just like, so stressful so it was kind of nice to not it's do the it worst. This year. i'm gonna i'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave new york uh on like either the 17th or the 18th just to like fucking get avoid. the buffer yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, where where do you go? Where's your family? I forget. Florida. So it's it's usually pretty fucking easy to get there. Yeah. It's usually in the past couple of years, I think I've spent no more than two fifty, like round trip, maybe three hundred. Yeah. It's like really not that bad, like direct flights. But um, but my I mean, my ex, her family's in LA, and I remember her always having to deal with like getting like connector flights or some shit like that because it's yeah, so yeah, expensive. Yeah. For sure. Um fucking holiday travel sucks. But also there's that excitement of knowing where you're going. Like I'm going to go to my family. Totally. Yeah. And then there's always a funny thing in Chicago where O'Hare Airport is like really crazy around the holidays. Mm -hmm. So then you you finally you land and you're so excited and then they taxi for like over an hour. <laughs> it's just like it takes uh, away your joy so quickly where you're just like, ugh. What did you end up getting to enjoy that night, that Christmas Eve? I feel, I think I missed the whole part. I missed everything. So then I got back um, and my, my family, we always did the thing where you get one gift yeah. uh, on Christmas Eve night. So that was like the one thing where it was just like, the, I missed the old cousins and everything, but I got the nuclear family one gift thing and it was nice. That's nice. Did you, how long were you home for that? Wait, you know what? I just remembered another thing about this because this was the <laughs> same year that the one gift I opened. So I, this was, I had a longstanding bitterness about this thing. This is so stupid. Where at my grade school, it was a Catholic grade school, um, everyone in student council got to be in the Christmas nativity scene. Um, yeah, and this is something I'm still bitter about years later. But so I, I was in student council in sixth grade. Um, and I was supposed to be Joseph in the nativity scene. And they decided to give my part to an eighth grader who wasn't in student council because he wanted to be in it. And they're like, well, you're in sixth grade. You'll be in student council again. He can be Joseph and you'll do it next year, the year after. Don't end up doing student council next year. So I never get to be Joseph. I'm so bitter about this kid. <laughs> and for some reason that had gotten brought up the year before. So then this year I have this horrible travel. I'm like pretty depressed. I finally get home. I'm like, this is nice. I'm seeing my family. I pick one gift out from the tree to open. And it's a giant novelty Joseph costume that was gone for me as like a bit. <laughs> I was just so mad. I was like, this is my one gift after this hellish day. <laughs> fuck me and oh, fuck me. Okay. <laughs> I'm going up to my room. And uh, honestly, I'm changing my flight to fucking tomorrow. I don't yep. want to be here. Fly back Christmas Day. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. I I um I this past Christmas was not the best, and I on Christmas night made my whole family go see Jumanji too. Like I, <laughs> I wanted to go to the movies that night. Like. I've heard lore of families dressing in like PJs and going to the movies. Yeah. And I love the fucking movies. <laughs> oh, me too, man. Yeah. So I we would always do a Christmas day movie. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Which is cause we'd always do like, we do our presents and everything in the morning. Then we'd see a movie and then the party would be at night. So that's how we'd kill that time of the day when you don't really know what to do. Yeah. But we see, we've seen so many random movies. It's like, we saw like Molly's game and we saw like joy, the Jennifer Lawrence one where she's the mop inventor. Yeah. And I we always end up seeing very weird movies, but uh, yeah. Definitely those are, those are a couple of good movies. Joy wasn't, joy wasn't my favorite, but Molly's game. I, I like Molly's game. Yeah. Um, I watched that again with my family during quarantine when I was down at home. Oh, when they put it on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jumanji 2 wasn't the kind of movie that makes your whole family go, I love, I love you. Yes. I love you so much. <laughs> you know, they got out of the game and you know what we got out of? The darkness. You guys are my family and I love you so much. That's not a, Jumanji well, doesn't. I do remember from that movie, they had Jack Black say, yes, queen. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I was, I looked at my mom and I'm like, are we happy now? He said it. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, we showed. Uh, I forgot. I I actually genuinely forgot. Um, 
because of New York, you know, every theater, almost, almost every theater is seat, seat assignment. Yes, yeah. Um, and I forgot that the Cinemark next to where I live is uh, just fucking free-for-all. Oh, so we show yeah. up like five minutes for the movie starts and we can't get seven seats together. And oh, it was, it was, uh, it was bad. And that, and that caused like a fight <laughs> right before the movie started. No. And I was like, ah, oh, come on. Uh, but yeah, Christmas I'm growing. I've grown to love it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad you're spreading the love, man. I'm trying to. Yeah. Is there, is there anything aside from your album that you, that you want to tell the people about? Uh, yeah, if you haven't checked out uh, my podcast, Stand By Your Band, we're on the same network. Uh, Let's so go. Check that out, baby. Stand By Your Band. New episode every week. We just did a fun one about uh, U2 post-2000s. We just did Creed, and we just did Imagine Dragons. So if you have any interest in any of those bands, check out the podcast. I want to know who defended Imagine Dragons. <laughs> it was uh, Jared Logan. It was very funny. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, they have hits. They have <laughs> hits, too. man. That's one where it's like, oh, I love Jared, but I can't pretend that I think this music is good <laughs> radio act and i'm not gonna keep going because <laughs> they could fucking charge me for it um that's fun man and yeah uh you know look up tommy's album christmas album man and uh just give him a follow funny guy funny oh, man yes. i love you so much dude thank you so much for having me this was so great i'm a thank huge joy dardano head oh <laughs> uh, buddy it was good to see hopefully i see you in person sometime soon hell yeah man out there in the world Go out there in the world and do good, my my friend. Keep <laughs> them west. Keep them keep them loving Christmas. Sounds good, brother. I'll talk to you All soon. Right. Peace out. Well, I hope y'all had a fun little time there. Hope y'all enjoyed the good old conversation. I hope y'all had a wonderful evening, day, afternoon, morning listening to this. <laughs> uh, Tommy's a great guy. I had a fun time talking to him. Uh, I do miss seeing him around. And um, the one way I'll be able to maintain that closeness, like I said, is checking out his Christmas album. Make sure to follow him so you can uh, you know, get the links for that. It's uh, He's got music videos for them, too, and... You know, the vibes are just there, nice and positive. They make me feel good, you know? A lot of a lot of comics, they're making jokes that make you feel bad about stuff, or they're a little judgy. This, nah, just something nice and sweet. Um, I, ho- I, hope, uh, I hope that album fucking blows up. Um, thank you guys for coming through, uh, checking this out. Uh, I have an episode that I'm so excited about. Uh, coming up in the next two weeks. It's going to be a big old two-parter. Um, I think it's uh, going to be a real heavy hitter. Um, and I want to say thank you to those uh, who I showed up in their Spotify 2020s as their top podcast. That's um, insane to me. And uh, it meant a lot to see that. And uh, I won't forget that. Won't forget that moving forward. I have your ats. Whoever tagged me, I have your ats. I know your names. <laughs> and uh, oh boy, when I'm when I when I got money, you guys are getting like a fl- a flower basket or something. Get a fruit. I don't know something or maybe the fruit. Oh, fruit cut his flowers. Oh.
Uh, either way, it means a lot. Hope you all have a great week. I'll see you next week. Thanks for coming through. Uh, bye bye.